Hello and welcome to Morlocks, a Let's Experiment show about finding new homes for the lost and forgotten characters of Marvel Crisis Protocol. I'm your host, Lexa White, and with me back again is Brett. Hello, Brett. Oh, it's me again. Hopefully you remember this voice from earlier episode. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure I've also had you on for a, bo- a couple bonus episodes, too. Uh, yes, you have. So. Uh, you were on the uh, very kind of contentious uh, Multiverse of Madness episode. Oh, I was wondering uh, what, what you had heard back from that. Because, yes, we got to talk about how I liked it mostly and you mostly didn't. I've gotten zero response because I only have about eight patrons. Oh, well. Well, I hope someone gives you trouble about it because I thought it was fun. And I thought it was a disaster. <laughs> but that is for uh, the bonus podcasts, which are always a good time. Uh, by the time this episode comes out, I should have another one up uh, with the wonderful, wonderful Kyle Clark on the Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City. Ooh. Which is... Uh, very interesting. It is the kind of reboot Resident Evil movie. Ah, uh, yeah. I wasn't sure when the trailers were coming out whether or not it was a reboot or like a retelling or what was going on there. Yeah. So it's good, and yet also a terrible, terrible film. If you're a film like studies person, but it's great. <laughs> My favorite. Uh huh. So yes, uh, for those who may not know you and may not remember you, would you mind introducing yourself? Sure. So my name is Brett. I go by Ubiquitous42 or Brett Motron on various places on the internet. Uh, and I am one of Lex's local MCP players. We met through playing MCP. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in my professional time, I work on video games. And in my spare time, I work on not video games. Uh, so I consider myself a bit of an omni-gamer. Uh, I do some streaming, uh, under my own Ubiquitous42 name, or I have a fledgling little channel called Board Game Dome that just got a new logo that I'm very happy with, and I do some board game streaming with that. We need to find a time to hang out. We do, we do. Time has been... The magical, magical, my father's work is sitting right there. And it looks so good. I got to get some hands-on time with it at a local game store that had a copy for sale. Um, but uh, I did not buy it because you have it. So. Yeah. But it's fun, isn't it? It looks like it. It sure looks like it. Like, I haven't gotten to actually move components around on the board mm. or anything. But Fair enough. So, yeah. And now I must ask you the hardest question. Oh, yes. What character not in Marvel Crisis Protocol do you want to see in Marvel Crisis Protocol? Okay, so I think last time I was on, I had a little rant about Nightcrawler, who is my current favorite mutant and has been since I was a child. Uh, I find Nightcrawler just adorable. He's he's hopeful and uh, he's great. Uh, but uh, other than that, my top pick that I don't think I ever would have seen in Crisis Protocol was Clea. Um, and voila! But- and, and yeah, exactly. Here we are, and she's in a movie? Like, I, I can't believe it. Um, but uh, my character that we will probably never see in Crisis Protocol, uh, favorite Marvel character next to Doctor Strange, is the unbelievable Gwynpool. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the unbelievable Gwynpool series by Christopher Hastings was 
uh, it starts out hilarious. That's just a brand of humor that I really enjoy and goes into having things to say about comics as a medium and about the endurance of stories after the creators are gone and just a lot of interesting things that you wouldn't think from a fourth wall breaking character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I would actually not be surprised if she came out eventually. Eventually, maybe, right? We'll see. We'll, we can put money down on it. Long enough timeline, I think everyone's coming out. <laughs> yeah, that's that certainly seems to be true, right? I uh, Hopefully she'll come out before we get a fourth Spider-Man. Uh, okay, for Spider-Man or for no, Peter Parker? No, for Peter Parker. Yes, <laughs> there we go. that's a clarifying question. Because, <laughs> like... I think we will see Spider-Punk and uh, Spider-Noir and stuff before she comes yeah, uh, out. Yeah, probably. Uh, oh, and if we want a more villainous character, uh, my favorite villain that came out of Spider-Geddon was uh, Spider's Man. Um, mm-hmm. I love Spider's Man, and it would be interesting to see how they do Spider's Man on tabletop. Because that's the one that is the pile of sentient spiders stacked into Peter Parker. That is correct. Yes, Peter Parker got consumed by a sentient swarm of spiders, and now they pretend to be a man in a suit. I want to bring this up because they recently came to Marvel Champions, uh, but the Inheritors I would actually like to see. Oh, okay. Yeah, that would be interesting. Just give them as a spider uh, a spider foe leadership, and make those like weird aristocratic spider hating vampires into <laughs> characters in this game. Yeah, I because they recently uh so the two because uh, each Marvel Champions character pack is now coming with a uh modular encounter set. Right. And so I think it was Spider-Ham came, comes with the Inheritors. I believe that's correct, yeah. And then uh, Spider, who I also want to see in this game, because Mecha Spider-Man is rad. Yes, yes. Uh, Penny Parker. One of my favorites, yep. Um, is uh, Comes with uh, like a, a version of uh, uh, Iron Spider's Crime Syndicate. Oh, interesting. I have not opened... I have her pack uh, sitting on my my uh, home desk and haven't opened it yet, so I haven't seen what's inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have some pulls. Huh. Mm-hmm. Like, Bombshell is in the uh, modular encounter set? I'm just like... Okay. Nice. Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. I need to get back into Champions. I I took a break from it, then I got drawn back into it as we had a local store with some play, Mm -hmm. and then I fell out of it because I found out that another store was playing MCP on that night, and I wanted to play more MCP in a week. So For sure. So now, now, with all of that out of the way, who are we bringing to talk about today? So, on the topic of fourth wall breakers, I think the original Marvel fourth wall breaker, uh, She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been having a lot of fun playing She-Hulk in S.H.I.E.L.D., and I kind of, uh, where, where she's affiliated, obviously. Yeah. Um, and I never played much A-Force. I gave A-Force maybe one or two token games, and they came out and didn't stick with it. 
Um, but I think that She-Hulk, as one of the six threat models in the game, is actually worth it. Um, I think that, especially in recent metas, where superior weight training just adds four dice against Juggernaut, it adds four dice against Malekith, um, I think that she becomes really scary on the board, where I think she's been underloved in the past. Yeah, for sure. Um... That, so, uh, of course, we will not be playing her in A-Force, Avengers, or S.H.I.E.L.D. because she's affiliated all of those places. Right. So, where is the first place that jumps out to you as a place you want to put her? So, the thing that I like when I'm playing her is that I can kind of put her on a secure and say, no, this is my secure. Um, or... She can chase people around the board with her medium move. Um, on turn one, she can use her medium base and her, you know two medium moves to get to the opponent's B. Yeah. Um, and so I was originally thinking something like uh, Kingpin Criminals, to where she can use the fact that she's permanently healthy to just sort of stand there and bully a point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is a very good strategy. Um, in a similar vein, I want to bring up uh, the new boys, the Winter Guard. The Winter Guard, yes, of course. Um, just because it's, with her large health pool, she has no defensive tech, and Winter Guard is all uh, support each other defensive tech. Right. Um, and uh, what what is usually a gotcha situation when I'm playing her in shield is that someone will stick a critical condition on her, uh, you know, a, a stagger or a stun or something, <laughs> and I will have to burn battlefield medicine to get that off of her because I certainly don't want to waste an action shaking. Yep. And now she just gets it off because of the leadership. Yep. Uh, yeah, so Winter Guard, uh, I, I actually think the high threat models are going to be very good at Winter Guard. Yep. Um, and She-Hulk presents an interesting uh, an interesting option there. Now, is it Malekith? I know that people are putting Malekith in Winter Guard just so you can't knock him over, but this isn't about him. He no. can have his own episodes. Uh, yeah, when he dies down, he will have his own episode. It will oh, be yeah. another it, six it, months it'll at least. It'll be a while. Yeah, right now everyone is on the Malekith train. Yes, except for me. Oh, well, right. Except for you and me, I think. I think. Except for me, the contrarian. Yep. I've been assembling mine tonight, and uh, that's about all I want to do with them. I, have, I haven't been able to get down to the shop yet to pick mine up. Oh, I see. So is your Winter Guard still sitting there then, yes. too? Yes! Oh, I, I will pick no. them up Thursday. Okay. But we are... Uh, to date the fact that this episode and last week's episode were recorded the same day, uh, we are going. We have vibranium height this Thursday, so that is what I'm ah, focusing right. on. Yep, makes sense. Um, but also uh, in the same vein of giving her defensive options, uh, web warriors. Web warriors would be fun. Um, I tend to undervalue the web warriors leadership. Uh, for miles. Because, darn it, I just cannot <laughs> roll defense dice. I, like, I can re-roll them five times and still not get a success. Yeah. Uh, so, Miles, maybe not. But Amazing Spider-Man, maybe. Um, because Ooh. she can... Well, because she can hand out slow. Oh, I 100% agree with you. 
three wide amazing PETA. Uh, yeah, table, yeah, I know. Yeah, and maybe someone else. Yep. Hey, that they're only eleven together. Yeah, makes such a great, <laughs> uh, uh, such a great core. No, uh, such a great. Uh, what the symbiote? Which uh, symbiote? Venom. Uh, no, the event kit. Oh, oh, right. Um, I can't think of it. Oh, God. This is going to bug me. Yeah, I'm going to have to go get my uh, my separation, separation anxiety. anxiety. Yep. Uh, I had to think of the cards in my head to get it. Yep. So, separation anxiety. You know, a six threat plus a five threat is your entire separation anxiety team. Yep, that's true. And and wouldn't even be affiliated there. No. Right? Oh no. Um. See, hmm. Are there any other places that jump out to you as things you want to shout out? Well, um, I considered on the uh, the side of getting condition removal uh, Asgard, but with Thor, you have the same problem that mm-hmm. Thor is a five threat leader, and splashing in a six is rough, especially in a high point affiliation like Asgard. Yep. Um, so, yeah, let's see what, uh, um, I'll bite. Let's see what Winterguard has available. Uh-huh. So, just quickly, because I, I, uh, I, I definitely want to do that, because uh, I'm on okay. the Winterguard hype train, but I want to bring up, also, I think she's not terrible in X-Men. In X-Men, okay. Um, in either X-Men, because... In, in either X- oh, uh, do, uh, to get that cost of, uh, of the defense rests down? yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we need to open up the can of worms of trying to play Cyclops X-Men here. <laughs> hey, I I have played Cyclops X-Men multiple weeks. Uh, I like Cyclops. I just don't like his leadership. So. It's, it is one thing uh, that I think has steadily gotten better because um, I think it now has value for characters where they're Spender is really good, but it's competing with even better superpowers. Mm, okay, Rogue, specifically, I think is amazing in there because she's affiliated and she has a lot of really good superpowers that she wants to be spending her power on, but she also wants to do her Spender. Right. right. Um, and also, I just think X23 turn one, it getting a turn one, uh, Attack um, is yeah. Total one spender is very good. Yes, uh, yeah. Uh, X twenty three is kind of best in class for damage at three, so yeah. uh, I can definitely see mm-hmm. see getting that. And then I uh, just think everyone's good in Wakanda, so why not say hi to Wakanda uh, as we pass by? Well, <laughs> yeah, it's sort of like everyone's good in Wakanda. Everyone's good in Guardians. Right. Um, you could throw She-Hulk into Guardians as your your big stompy, no problem. But um, everyone, that's just everyone, everyone's doing it. Everyone likes the spider foes. Uh, we will your opponent's dice. <laughs> yeah, Oscorp weaponry. Here, Which, here we go. I think it's actually. I think Oscorp weaponry is good into Malakith because you can remove some of Malakith's consistency. Oh, that's true. In, yeah, because you can't you modify can't, your attack dice, but, but you can modify his defense dice. Yep. But yeah, yeah. So let's, let's get those Winter God, because I am excited for them. Alrighty. And we only have four Winter God, so I that's think right. we're getting right. all four of them in, probably. 
Uh, we're getting we probably at least have three. to. Uh, we have an... Do, so it's... Uh, I definitely think we get Crim- We have to get Crimson Dynamo in. Have to have Crimson Dynamo, yep. I definitely think we get Red Guardian in, because I think he's actually really dumbly good. And I love his card. Yes. We will get to uh, the cards. His, yeah, his tactics card. I actually think they have a surprisingly good tactics card suite. Yeah. Um, I think we get in Darkstar because one, she has the uh, she has her barrier is great. Yes. Because not only does it add two dice, uh, the character, uh, this character or the ally character cannot be advanced, pushed, or placed by effects of that attack. Yes, quite good. Um, but the only way to get around it are throws. Yep. Um, so, but, uh, yeah, a uh, great barrier there, uh, paying three for two dice. That's, that's up there with, uh, um, what is it? Uh, Hagasori Wisdom on yeah. original Doctor Strange, right? Uh, yeah. Well, and for, like, she's also half the threat of... Oh, oh sure, sure, yeah. yeah. For, for a three threat, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, sure. And then, do we get Ursa Major? Oh, so I I know we've had offline talks about this. I don't love Ursa Major. Um, I think that his card is just a little too straightforward for a small mover. Uh, but he does have a lot of the things that She-Hulk has going for her, <laughs> right? Um, he's got a throw. He's got aggressive. Um... But uh, he, he can uh, throw size four. Yes. Uh, so that's what I'm looking. I'm thinking we need to get him in because his spender is very solid into Malakath, giving both a size four throw. Yep. And a stagger to Malakath. And a stagger out. Right. And just I think because, like, I think we might grab one of the rogue agents into this list, but there okay. are no uh, four threat rogue agents. Right. So I think for list building, we might need Ursa Major to make like a 15 walk. Or, sorry, a 14 walk. Where you do Crimson Dynamo, She-Hulk, Ursa Major. Ursa Major, yep. Which, okay, not the best team, but I'm hoping they will expand as time goes on. I would certainly hope we don't keep a we don't keep a, an affiliation at four members forever. Even Wakanda got someone. Yes. Um, so, uh, what, uh, so we were talking about rotations. Do we want to get one of them in? Uh, well, I, I do have a soft spot for, uh, uh, both Taskmaster and Bucky. Yeah. Uh, I play them both a lot in S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh-huh, <laughs> so, let me put on my surprise face where they're yeah, both affiliated. It, exactly, right? Uh, but not only that, they they both fit the uh, S.H.I.E.L.D.'s profile of, here's some guys with guns or a sword and a shield, mm-hmm. uh, who are just sort of people. Um, yeah. and, and that amuses me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, any excuse to bring along Winter Soldier is a good excuse for me. Yeah. So, uh, we were talking about possible issues with our four threats, um, which I don't think we will get many uses of an out-of-affiliation four threat. Right. So, one, I think we need to get a two threat in here, probably. Yep. Um, Having no affiliated two hurts. It hurts for affiliation building all the time. 
yeah. for for roster building. So it's I think you need either a two or a five. Yeah, um, yeah, I can see that. Um, here, uh, for the game plan that I'm sort of thinking of, where you've got just a lot of bulky people that can, um, you know, they're sort of your favorites, almost like you'd build a uh, kingpin criminals list. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really know. Um, Bullseye is always great. Uh, Okoye is always great. Yep. Uh, gives us a lot of bodyguards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, we also have to remember, we exponentially make all of our own defenses better between Darkstar and Crimson Dynamo. And that's kind right. of inbuilt to this affiliation is that they are very good at the defensive game. Right. Um. So, I think the two potential options, one is Toad, because we have a very... Secure heavy strategy, having Toad be able to play the extract game, great. Yep. Two is just a quay where we take probably one of the tankiest twos already and make her even tankier. And dial it up, right. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I don't hate either one. Um, for this, though, we will be seeing a weakness if we can't play the extract game. Yes. Um, so I, I do lean towards Toad here. Fantastic. Now, out of Affiliation 3 threats, uh, who, who are some out of Affiliation 3 threats you want to see with your Winter God? Hmm. Uh, there are a lot of good threes in the game right now. So, <laughs> and I want to bring a spicy pick. Okay. Straight out of the bat. Uh, helps us with our extract game. And synergizes really well with the defensive tech from the team. And is okay. underloved. Viper. Va, you and your Viper. I should have known this was coming. Uh, yeah, so um, <laughs> Viper's interesting. Uh, stealth is nice. The, um, the uh, what, I don't remember the name of her martial prowess. Coiled Serpent. Coiled Serpent. Okay, I know they gave it a different name, but then it's just Martial Prowess. Uh-huh. Um, but I, so I think Martial Prowess is, in general, is very good with the Winter Guard between the extra defense dice where you can throw it up to seven defense dice. Right. And then re-roll two of your opponent's to, uh, attack dice into you. Right. Um, that is fun. That does sound fun. Um... When you were describing the character, though, so I'm I'm fine with Viper going in. I would love to see a home for more Viper, uh, other than the presumed one we're getting for Hydra someday. I I think she will do great in Hydra as a long mover. With also, people forget she has a fucking teleport. Yes, yes, her displacement ring, if I remember right. Yes, it that doesn't care if you have an extract. Correct. Yeah, yeah, you can can teleport no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, um, I'm I'm up for Viper uh, having a long mover will help the team. Mm-hmm. But uh, actually, when you were describing what character you were going for there, mm-hmm. I thought you might say Quicksilver. Quicksilver is also a very good option, I think. Because uh, yeah, exactly. With his dice uh, already helping out on the on the defense, uh, him also being a long mover. Um, has a card if we want to bring it mm-hmm. um, for dealing with with extracts. Um, I think he might be a good pick as well. So the other option, 
mm-hmm. uh, is the new boy in town who came out today. Oh, the new boy? You're the, talking about the the original Human Torch? Yeah. Yeah, so um, I haven't... Everyone who I usually talk about uh, new, re, new releases with was sleeping or something today, I think, because I saw this pop up on my feed while I was at work. I reached out to like three people saying, yo, Human Torch card. And again, everyone was asleep. So, so uh, what uh, ha- I can tell you what happened. Okay. Uh, it leaked late last night. Ah, okay. So uh, there were a bunch of conversations about it late last night. Ah, so I was late to the game, not yes. early. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, but so one thing that I will bring up when we get to Crisis is um, he, like a lot of the Winter God, is flat gainers. Yes. Um, which will play into something that I will bring up later that I think Winter God are going to be very good at. Um, he's out Incinerate, which is nice, but also he can cause people to drop asset tokens. Which yes. Um, very good. Seems real, seems real good. Um, uh, he also has a very interesting power that I wish had the infinity symbol next to it. Um, I wish that is like touching a stovetop was just a constant effect. I think um, it would be a little powerful if it was. Sure, but but just don't push him or throw him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not that you can control it on some characters. Yeah. But uh, but I, I it feels a little overcosted two for one. But then again, it would feel undercosted at one for one. Yeah. So. Um, and it's... I think he's actually going to generate a lot of power from a lot of separate single ticks. Yeah, I, I think he will as well. Um, so I think in the, especially in the single extract control game, I think he's going to be someone to keep an eye on going forward. And I think yes. he plays well with the single ticks of power with the, he's not relying on spiking. Right. Which, uh, that's, that's always nice. I know how frustrating it can be with Winter Soldier to just be sitting there shooting and spend four shots of a turn and not get your one power that you needed to trigger something. Yeah. Um, that's just frustrating. Um, now, of course, you do have to, uh, have to worry if your team's going to be t- too clumped up because all of his attacks are beams. Mm-hmm. Um, so if he gets displaced in a bad way and has to fire through his team, um... It's unfortunate, but at least it's just one flat damage. Yep. But it's it's an option to keep in mind. Uh, and right. also, well, uh, Mr. Crimson Dynamo has the same issue, too. Right. Because his ability uh, is also a beam. Um, but otherwise, uh, I like original Human Torch. I like that his defenses are a little interesting. I expected the four energy defense since, you know, he's made of fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and... Uh, Go ahead. Four energy defense on a three threat is important with with starting to hit a critical mass where you can do a wide uh, energy pay to flip team. Yes. Uh, yes, and I find I find that exciting as well. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, I could I could see an argument for Human Torch having a spot here, uh, especially since it gives us a little more asset control. Um, and then um, the other option I could think of for asset control objective control is Miles Morales. Uh, true. True. Um, Miles um, is Venom yeah. uh, is, is quite good at that. Uh, mm-hmm. But 
Uh, let's see. If I remember, let me let me find Miles' card real quick before I, I do more more commenting there. Uh, yeah, it's just an after the attacker is resolved. I yeah. didn't remember if it had to deal damage or nope. not. Um, so yeah, that's great, uh, and it costs the same. It actually has the, the same cost, same range restrictions as Human Torches drop it. Yeah, his just takes an action. Right, exactly. So. It's an action, but hey, you get seven dice for it. Yeah. Um, so those, those are a couple options to think about. Um, yeah. So um, we've kind of danced around it, but I want to state this firmly now. I think... Winter God are going to be a great split C team. Okay. The Mayor Fisk and uh, Terrigen Clouds. Right. And so when I see those single ticks of power, which like, She-Hulk, yeah, she's immune to poison what she likes, so that helps her. Um, but she can survive well without it, and she gets it off during her turn at the very least uh, because right. of the leadership. But she, uh, but like the rest of the team, they can get rid of conditions other than stun and still be just fine because they don't really have builders. They just mostly have gainers. Right. Yeah, it gets to the point where stun doesn't bother them that much yeah. unless they're plan unless they're you know going to be taking a big hit or something. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So what we we talked about a couple of asset control people. Is there one that jumped out at the one you want to follow in on? Um, I do really like Miles in this, uh, yeah. just because Miles does have defensive rerolls. He has some stealth, mm-hmm. uh, and I love place effects. So, um, getting his web swing online uh, seems good, and it'd be fun to see him out of affiliation. Yes, uh, I. Th- might have done an episode on Miles? I'm pretty sure I have. Let me check my amazing giant document. Yes, I have. <laughs> okay. It was episode 54. Oh, there we go. Uh, but yeah. So, and then, uh, do we want any out of affiliation four threats? They will only ever come in at 20 points. Yeah, not not if they're only showing up at 20, I don't mm-hmm. think. Um, I don't much see the value in that. So, uh, as much as I hate to bring this idea into the ether, because mm-hmm. I, I hate it generally, do we need a second two? Oh. Oh. Um. I'm not a fan of playing two twos, uh, but I recognize the necessity sometimes. I would almost always replace them with a four. Yes. Um. But I also don't think, with our list construction, we will never place two of them on the table at the same time. Right. It's just for the versatility of matchup. Right. Um, if so, I would drop in Okoye as well as Toad. Yeah. Um, I think that the playing the defensive game there mm-hmm. is is workable, you know, rather than pick someone hyper-aggressive like Nebula. Yeah. And then, uh, do we actually want to put Viper in here, or do we want to look at another three thread? Um, who do we have so far? Uh, so, currently, our current list is She-Hulk, Crimson Dynamo, Red Guardian, Darkstar, Ursa Major, Winter Soldier, Toad, Spider-Man Miles Morales, and Okoye. Uh, then Viper's our 10th, isn't it? Yeah. Or did I count wrong? That, w- that would become our 10th. 
That'd become our tenth. Um, I really like the idea of Coiled Serpent getting an attack or getting a defense die boost. Uh-huh. Um, that sounds hilarious to me. Uh, but um, maybe we could set it aside. Yeah. So, so Viper's a maybe for me right now. The the actual thing, which is not in the She-Hulk list, but it's something I am going to be playing, is Electra in Winter's God. Interesting. Because uh, she also gets a power rebate off of dealing damage with her uh, martial powers. Ah, uh, yeah, okay, okay. And I, and also she gives the crew mystic attacks, which they don't already have. Right. Right, I was going to say, the, getting some ancient throwing blades in there. And then she can teleport on top of them, and then you get the ninjas for extract control, and I just think it's actually a really solid choice for them. <laughs> Winter ninjas. Yes. Yeah, you got to paint them in snow camo, though, at that point. Yes. Uh, Shadow St- uh, the Shadow Star clan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so, if uh, we don't include Viper... What is our, uh, we have either a four pick for a 20 or another three, another three. Yeah. Um, let's see. So another weird option I have thought about in, um, Winter God. Okay. Uh, just cause, uh, and I need to check this. Okay. Um, but I'm pretty sure Supergiant's Supreme Control and the Winter God leadership proc at the same time, and then you can stack it so you make the check on the Winter God leadership. If that fails, then you can pay for Supreme Control. But that is something I'm going to have to check. Okay. Uh, hmm. And she also well, gives them Mystic Attack, which not terrible. Right, right. Uh, well, so you you said something that stuck in my head though, and that was we don't have mystic attacks. Yes. Um, mystic attacks I find very important for going up against certain matchups. Yeah. Uh, I hate trying to deal with Black Panther or Captain America without a mystic attack. Mm-hmm. It just feels bad every time. Um, and so. Let's see. Is there anyone with a fun mystic attack at three? Um, you know, if we if we think that we're going to be doing an energy flip scenario, yeah. Uh, Mordo's is... not a bad choice. Yeah. Let's let's look at our energy defenses. Um, because we do have we have a lot of threes. Um, if we were going to the energy flip side of things, I would probably actually swap out Spider-Man for Human Torch, because he has that four energy defense. But I can definitely see pulling in a Mordo, too. Hmm. Um, just as that mystic bear Mordo. He's also surprisingly healthy. Yes. Six stamina. Yep. I uh, I like it a lot, and he's uh, uh, all, he also has one of my favorite spenders. Uh, I really enjoy Reigns of Ragador. Very fair. Um, the other option for Mystic Attacks um, is getting another defensive, uh, a, a counter support piece in clear. You Ooh. Get, you get those little Mystic Attacks, which are, and her spender is actually solid. 
Right. Um, but then the ability, because we do have a little bit of a slowness issue at times, um, which is helped by the leadership, but sometimes the leadership doesn't always work, and getting them back onto the points is important, I think. Right. Uh, that was actually one of my thoughts with, with Mordo in the back of my head was, and he's got a replace if his placement, if the, if the leadership fails, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but uh, I do like that Clea has a little bit more support, even if she is um, almost terminally uh, weak at times, right? Mm-hmm. Like having the, the possibility of literally just <laughs> dazing herself off of her own ability. Well, and once again, she is a character with just a bunch of gainers. Uh, also true. Yep. Well, a bunch. One. One. Well, right. what she's going to do is a bunch of gainers. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that probably forces us to back off of an energy pay-to-flip plan, but yeah. I also don't mind that. Because Cause I know, think we want to prioritize a split C. The yeah. uh, Maya, Fisk, uh, Terrigen Clouds, and then have a third relatively solid um, objective. Right. Which I have a spicy choice for that third objective. Ooh. Okay, I'm excited to hear Which that when we get what, to it. Uh, what I have been lo- working on is playing them on Cosmic Invasion. Okay. Um, cause the vault will push you, you gain two power, and then you roll for mm. the push. Right. And so you can actually just say no to the push from the cosmic vault and stay on the vault. Does that work? Cause it, it is, uh, cause you Reading. can also cancel, uh, sword-based pushes. Wow, it, it absolutely is. Yeah, I, I assumed Crimson Dynamo had the buy an enemy effect text. Nope. <laughs> what? Okay. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with you here. Um, <laughs> like... While I think they are amazing on Sword Base, and I think the actual good uh, Winter God secure lineup will be Sword Blaze, Mayor Fifth, Terrigen Clouds. We aren't playing She Hulk on Sword Base. No. So so let's get in that that uh, I I think we have our secures pretty down pat. Yeah, that sounds like a good plan. And I think, and it's 16, 16, 20. So that is, so the 16s are, um, would be She-Hulk and then She-Hulk, Dynamo, uh, and then two of our threes. Two of our in affiliation or Vogue Agent threes, which I think all three of those options are great. Yes. And then our 20, we have to swap out one of the threes for us a major, but then we get uh, a three threat in there. Yep. So. Hmm. Yeah. All right. So then we just need to figure out some extracts. Yes. Which I don't think we're terrible on single extracts. Uh, I, I agree. I think that single extracts, that this is a team that actually is okay with that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, something, uh, I, I don't want to make She-Hulk a murder target. Yep. Because that's been the, the unfortunate bit I've seen before. But, uh, in this team, you, we can defend it. Yeah. Um, so, alien ship? 
Yeah. Then do we also want schools? Uh, I think so. Okay. Um, and then what is our third one? Because I don't think we want uh, senators. No. Um, hmm. And I don't think we're a research station team. Let me see. Well. But, like, if you get it onto Red Guardian, he's just going to sit there for days with it. Right. Right. He can just, just sit and hang out unless they really bring in the big guns. Well, no, like, shield throw, gain two power, shield throw, gain two power. Okay, suddenly I have two defensive. Uh, I have. Uh, I can count blanks against. Uh, on physical and energy attacks, I have four mystic defense. I get a powered if I take damage and aren't dazed. Uh, yeah. And then Doctor will just randomly add two dice when I need it. So, like, that's a lot of defense. And you have a She-Hulk bodyguard. Because I think she also plays well into the team structure as well because she also gives defensive options. Right. Um, let's see. You know, I uh, my usual plan for extracts is so different here than yeah. it usually is for teams of mine. Uh, I almost always am that person who's picking something wide like an F or uh, or something with value like Montesi. Um, I think Montesi is fine, actually, for us. Yeah, you think so? Eh, maybe. I think it is the least evil of this stack. Yeah, um... It doesn't... We don't have anything that Montessi scares me for other people using it. Yep. Right? Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I could see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, is 17 something we want to play? So, that would be a Ursa Major... So, it would either be... Uh, or, so, yeah, no. It would be Ursa Major, uh, Crimson Dynamo, one of our threes, and She-Hulk. Yes. Which is not terrible. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's fine. And I also think that's a team you don't mind playing down on to get both Red Guardian and Dark Star. Hmm. I don't know about playing down. Playing yeah. down is usually an extreme tactic for me. Uh-huh. But, uh, yeah. but yeah. Um, The only other I would think is... Um, I really don't want to test the durability of the team by introducing something like hammers. Mm -hmm. But in She-Hulk, we do have someone who can go grab a far hammer. So, the other option that I see uh, mm -hmm. that uh, sort of tests the durability but also makes Miles really shine is Deadly Legacy Virus. Oh, Legacy Virus. Uh, yeah. Um. Hmm. We don't have, like, shenanigans with it, but I think we're a fairly good fail Legacy Virus team. Yeah, I think people can generally get it and hold on to them. And then uh, Miles you know. can, like, run around and, like, Venom Blast pick up two Legacy Viruses, die <laughs> for the glory of mankind. <laughs> uh, I mean, I would love to see it. That sounds improbable, but I would love to see it. For the glory of Russia. 
Uh, yeah, I'd be fine with, with Legacy Virus being our last one here. And Legacy Virus gives us a gives us the Crimson Dynamo, Red Guardian, Darkstar, She-Hulk, Spider-Man team, which is really solid. Yeah. Now, tactic cards, I think, is where this is going to get interesting. This is going to be difficult. Uh-huh. No, I think I think they actually have a lot of really good tactics cards. Uh, so what are our Winter Guard tactics cards specifically? So Winter Guard, uh, we have two of them, which I think we both get because I think they're both really interesting. We have Sovereign Strike, uh, which is you spend three power and choose a terrain feature size four or less within four and destroy it. Uh, and all characters within one suffer of that terrain feature suffer two damage. Okay, so that's like a uh, Punisher Warzone thing for so, enough to size four. Yes, but I think it's also very important uh, for whichever side... Well, it's because uh, She-Hulk uh, cannot throw... Uh, can throw size four, but whatever side you don't have She-Hulk on, you want to take that size four out of the equation. Right. And so I think of it more as a defensive tool of, of removing options from your opponent. Yeah. Yeah, I think that has enough utility. Uh-huh. Plus, it, if you, even if you catch one character with it, yeah, spending three power to do two damage isn't so bad. And then, on the other hand, is Winter's Rush. Watch. Okay. Uh, during the power phase, any number of allied Winter Guard character may spend any number of power to play this card, if six or more power was spent. So, six power across your team. Each time an allied character is damaged by an enemy effect this round, after the effect is resolved, uh, another Winter Guard character may advance short towards the enemy character that caused that effect. Hmm. So it's it's anyone takes damage, a winter uh, a different character that is Winter Guard affiliated gets aggressive. Right. But it's on effect. So you can aggressive into a bullseye that I never missed. You can aggressive right. into someone who did throws. It is scary. It seems nice. Uh, we do need to pay off of our limited number of Winter Guard characters. Uh -huh. So uh, most of the time, that's Crimson Dynamo and Red Guardian, I would assume. Yeah. And um, maybe Darkstar as well. Yeah, maybe Darkstar. So yeah, that seems reasonable. I think yeah. that they all have power generation enough to cover this on for like a a good turn three play. Yeah, and I I think it's going to be surprisingly annoying for your opponent. Do have to deal with. Yeah. Because like like I throw Crimson Dynamo into Ursa Major, and now both of them get aggressive towards me. Yeah, I'm gonna say. Yeah, if they get thrown into each other, that becomes interesting. Mm -hmm. And then we have the character-specific cards, which I think we're definitely getting uh, Red Guardian's Red Guardian card is too good. Comrade Keeper! Yeah. Is, that is a very good card. It's, it's the midpoint between utterly broken Heroes for Hire and uh, pretty good, but not uh, uh, Lethal Protector. So I think that's a really nice midpoint. Um, let us talk about Dark Aura Manifestation. Right. This is the weird one. Uh-huh. 
So I, I'm not sure if this is the list for it, um, but I have thought about bringing a Darkstar into a Guardians roster for this card alone. Oh, in Guardians, it would be incredible. Yeah. It's, uh, it's extra incinerate. Yeah. Uh, I actually think this would be fun, uh, talking in, in the future in, like, a Hydra list. Yes, also to, that. To stack, uh, to stack on top of incinerate. Uh-huh. But I'm not 100% sure that it's for this, uh, this specific one. Yeah, I think this list gets a little too scared of losing their energy defense. Yes. Uh, then we have Fusion Caster. Which oh, is right. The empty the clip, but for... The uh, empty the clip Dynamo. beam. Yep. For Crimson Dynamo. Um, all I've got to say is, wow, this is going to daze him. <laughs> but After, it will be worth it, though. Uh, it should be, right? But taking the, the damage off of crits for each one of the attacks means your attack order becomes very important. Yes. Uh, but I, I think this is a really interesting card. Yeah, uh, I, I don't hate it. Mm-hmm. And then we, we, uh... Mr. Ursa Major does not have a card. <laughs> Are you sure? No, it's just I think it only works in a power control strategy. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think it has a place in the game, and that place is in Death and Taxes, and that's it. Yep. Uh, but come on, it, it shows Ursa giving Bucky just a, a nice little hug. Yes, it's adorable. <laughs> it's a friendship card. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so no card there. So what other cards do we want? What are our restricteds going to be? Okay, I think, uh, I think we want, um, do we want Undomitable for throws? Uh, I think it's helpful. Um, I think we're, I think this is more of an Indomitable team than it is a Brace for Impact team. Yeah, I think so too. Um, and then I think we want Patch Up. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And then uh, my first uh, defensive tech card of the night, Inspiring Monologue. Uh, so I got to see Inspiring Monologue in a game probably for the first time ever over the weekend. Mm. And it did work. Um, what happened there was there was a binary formed Captain Marvel who was Inspiring Monologued, holding oh. three hammers. And yeah, it was just a okay, come and get them uh, situation. So I I think I really like inspiring monologue for that. Um, <laughs> I am just realizing that the entire Winter Guard team has four Mystic Defense. Yes. Yeah. Uh, no. No. No, Alexa. I've got to stop you. You've got a problem. You can't just put Iron Mountain books into every list. Oh no, I'm just I think Red Guardian wouldn't be a terrible convocation splash. Yeah, I mean I could see it. <laughs> no, I can't use Iron Bound books on every character. I know. I know. It's okay. I do think inspiring monologue helps with our game plan. It's very solid. Yes. Yeah, very much so. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. What else do we like? Um, 
Miles doesn't have a card, Clea doesn't have a card, Okoye and Toad don't have cards, and She-Hulk only has a card with Hulk. Right. And then um, Bucky I only would... has a card with Captain America. Uh, seeing as we're playing some uh, single extracts, I think Mission Objective is a good call. Mission Objective, and we are playing uh, uh, Legacy Virus. Right. So, yep, yeah. so absolutely Mission Objective. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And then, uh, so there are some interesting side cases here um, that I want to bring up. Uh, one, we are playing a size three character, and we actually have a fair number of size threes in our list. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, do we want to go with Smash? Oh, going with Smash. Wow. Um, I don't think it's bad, uh, because it does have to be strictly smaller than they are with Smash, right? So, the problem is, is that, like, She-Hulk doesn't... She-Hulk would rather spend for superior weight training, I think. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but for everyone else... Yeah, your size three smasher car to get two dice, like paying two for two dice is excellent. The um, other option for paying two for two dice um, that is a little bit more economical uh, okay. is one-two punch. One-two punch. Uh, are we going to have enough characters for one-two punch? Well, we're planning on being a cluster we're part- of defensive- Yeah, we're going to be clustered up. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Uh-huh. Yeah, two power spent a different way, I think, is is better. Which leads me to, I actually think, maybe the better option, other than one-two punch. Because I don't know if we need the dice to get damage through. Uh, I just think, uh, maybe we trip them up? Hmm. Because as long as we deal damage, that is stun and stagger. Right. Uh, and, you know, if we're, if we're defensive, you know, keeping an attack off of us is probably better than offensive dice. Yep. Uh, yeah, I think so, because I think it's likely enough we deal damage with some of these attacks. Mm-hmm. You know, if we're, uh, looking at She-Hulk and a buddy punching someone, and they get slow stun stagger off of a She-Hulk punch. Yeah. That seems that well, seems pretty good. The other funny thing is, so you can be in the back uh, with Darkstar and have She-Hulk up, up or Red Guardian up next to them, and that still counts even if the Darkstar is not in range within two. Right, right. So you can yep. make the four dice re-roll all uh, uh, energy attack into someone, and then and just yeah, have the I, I think buddy right there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, ooh, so, in thinking that, though, do we want... No, there's no way we can drop a nominal or brace. Like, throws are just so huge. Yeah. But, because I was thinking disarm. Disarm and... is a good card. And, like, in this specific build with She-Hulk, we want the patch-up for She-Hulk. In other builds, Absolutely. I can see you dropping patch-up for a... Indomitable disarm or brace disarm. Yep. 
Yep, makes sense. Yeah, we uh, She-Hulk needs patch up. Um, what about the generically good eye on the prize? Um, I've never, I've never had luck with it. Okay. Um, I think it's a good card or, or, you know, I think it can be a good card, but we aren't that slow of a team. Yeah. Um. Another, so, we mentioned the fallback, which I think is a good option. Yep, I think fallback is a very good option yeah, here. Yeah, let's go with fallback. That just so adds our defensiveness into, especially the Shadowlands rapid-fire teams. Yep. So, yeah. I am super excited for Winter's God. Um, I think they're going to be really interesting. Uh, so, not this Thursday. Well, the day this episode comes out, I will be playing my first Winter God games. Oh, there we go. Perfect. Good uh, timing. Just because of how, because I plan a week ahead. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, thank you very much for coming on. I oh, is that, wait, is that already 10? I'm still here scanning for cards. Yeah, I no, thought that we were is, only at 9. That is 10 tactics cards. Uh, okay. So, the list at ho- for those at home is She-Hulk, Crimson Dynamo, Red Guardian, Darkstar, Ursa Major, Winter Soldier, Toad, Spider-Man, Akoi, Clea. And I think we may actually be able to slip uh, four in there for 20 because we have enough 20 in our list. But that's a conversation for after some practice, you know? Right, yeah. Um, and then for tactics cards, we have Sovereign Strike, Winter's Rush, Come- uh, Comrade's Keeper, Fusion Caster, Indomitable, Patch Up, Inspiring Monologue, Mission Objective, Trip Up, and Fall Back. Uh, and then we have Cosmic Invasion, Black Order Defense on Earth, Terrigen Cloud Sweep Across City, Mayafist Vows to Find Missing Witnesses, Alien Ship Crashes down in Downtown, Scrolls Infiltrate World Leadership, and Deadly Legacy Virus Cured. So yeah, well, that sounds like yeah, sounds like fun. Yeah. And I'm just so excited for the Winter's God. Yeah, uh, I've got a, a newly painted She-Hulk to drop into it. So <laughs> uh-huh. Also, I keep forgetting Red Guardian just has automatic push on his strike. Ugh. Yes. Yes. And automatic throw on his spender. He is so good. Actually, Red Guardian is the model I'm excited about the most out of those four. Well, uh, and he also has the text uh, where if you hit him with the beam from Crimson Dynamo, he still gains the power. Oh, that can't be intended. <laughs> no, it is, because it is the same uh, text as on Sin. Because after, oh, okay. when okay. this character is damaged by an enemy or allied effect, after yep. the effect okay. is resolved, this character is not dazed, gain one power. Nice. Yeah. So if you get, if you take the incidental damage from Crimson Dynamo's beam. Yeah. Get a power from it. That's not so bad. Yeah, so you could play this next week. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Assuming I get my assembly done on my little desk here. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for coming on. If people wanted to reach out to you, where could they find you? Yeah, so I am Ubiquitous42 uh, in all the discords. If you see me, I'm wearing a little red mage hat. Um, And I am Brett Motron, with two Ts. uh, Brett Motron on Twitter. And I am Board Game Dome on Twitch. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And yeah, I want to say thanks again to you for bringing me on the show again. Yeah. Uh, it's always, always fun recording stuff with you and bantering with you. For sure. And if you want to check out those bonus episodes I had him on for, you can find them at patreon.com slash Lexa White, uh, where you also get access to this Discord that we are talking about and talking in, which includes my... Oh, excuse me. But uh, which also includes my custom Marvel Quests protocol content, which I've been working on, which is super exciting. Um, and that upcoming bonus episode that I talked about earlier in the show with uh, the wonderful Kyle Clock about uh, the Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City, which I am super excited about. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so occasionally I will appear on the Board Game Dome. We've been trying to make our schedules work to get out and play My Father's Work, but it has been busy. Yes, it's been busy, and I was just moving into a new house, and yeah. uh, lots of things going on, but hopefully soon. Hopefully soon. Um, so, yes. And if you want to email the show, you can do so at morlocksmcp at gmail.com. And then I am also on uh, Saturday and Sunday mornings at twitch.tv slash Games talking Arkham Horror the Card Game. It is spoiler season for the Scarlet Keys, so we've been talking about those, and there's some interesting stuff going on. So yeah, thank you very much for coming on. Yeah, anytime. Mm -hmm. And keep experimenting, people. <laughs>